0: As baruch we continue the study of the Tariyag mitzvot up to mitzvah number three hundred and twenty-four, and that is the well-known mitzvah Netilat lulav, positive commandment parashat emor, pasuk ulkhatem lachem Piri Etzadar, Kapote Marim, va'anav etz avot va'arvenach al perech avgimah pasuk mem, and of course. The Hachamim teaches us, is referring to the Etrog. Kapot Temarim is one lulav, kapot is written without a vav, kapat ketiv. And when it comes to Anaf, it's avot, it's referring to the Hadasim, And Arbe Nahal is referring to the Arava. The Hilukovir gives an interesting reason why we must take these species on Sukkot. This is a theme that he repeats over and over again that a person is influenced by his actions. The actions that he does externally have an effect and influence on his thinking and his behavior and more importantly, his attitudes. And therefore, since the days of Sukkot are days of Simhagedola, mm-hmm. why are they happy days? et Asifat uperot that's when the farmers, which B'nai sale primarily were, was an agrarian society. <clears throat> That's when they collect the tivuah. So it's the uh, the harvest, and they bring in the fruits <clears throat> into the house, and therefore the simcha is a physical simcha. kadosh la'asot asot et So God commanded to make a holiday at that time. There's zakotam. So it's a redirection of the Simcha. The Simcha, instead of it merely just being for the physical profits that a person is benefiting, so we're now put a holiday at that time, and now we can direct our Simcha towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And then he writes, and it's a Hiddush, It's well known, <clears throat> just from a you know, natural standpoint, Kidalid kulam that the daled uh, minim make people happy when you look at them, and therefore, in order to direct our simcha to a mitzvah, so Baruch Olam gave us the daled minim, and when you uh, look at them and you uh, are able to uh, appreciate them, it brings a person to simcha. Kidalid minim kulam lev haadam, and then he gives the famous derash that the four species represent the four parts of the body. Etrog domela, Etrog is similar as compared to the heart. She mishkan Interesting, he says that that's where the sechel, the intellect of a person lies. That amez and the hint over there is, she That a person should serve God with his, uh, with his mind. Not only his actions, but it has to be done is compared to shidra, which is the, the spine of the person. The ramez—that's the hint. She has that a person should uh, subjugate his body and serve Hakadosh Baruch Hadas is the eyes. Especially, person should not go after his eyes, especially on the yamim tovim. And arava is the lips. She has that a person should put a. Uh, a, uh, a limitation and a, uh, a covering on his mouth in order to be uh, careful what he says. Now, he does write that if that's the case, if these species make a person happy, we should take them on all the holidays. Why don't we take it on Pesach? Because Pesach has its own lulav. Pesach's lulav is matzah and maror and gufo shir Pesach. Shavuot has its own lulav, it's man, matan toratinus, so we have the Torah to rejoice in But Sukkot doesn't have any item, and then we have a, a lulav, which is external mitzvah, and ordering the person to simcha. Now, some of the laws of this mitzvah, the four minim am me'akivim ze, edzeh, so it's either all or nothing. So if you have uh, all the four species, they're one mitzvah. If you just have an etrog, there's no any just a shake in a etrog or lulav. You have to have them all four together. The shi'ur of the lulavs, the Gemara says, is four tefakim, the hadas na'araba, are three tefakim, the minimum size of a etrog, is the shiur of a kabetzah. When it comes to this mitzvah, it's no heget, bechol makom, all places, all times, applies to male and not female. This is a positive commandment that is bound by time. Ladies are exempt. If a person transgresses and did not shake the lulav on the first day of Yom Tov Rishon Shil Sukkot, uh, according to the Torah law, uh, the mitzvah is to shake the lulav min torah on the first day, if it doesn't fall out on Shabbat, that is. And therefore, if somebody transgressed and did not shake the lulav, on the first day of Sukkot, he has transgressed a positive commandment. However, there is a mitzvah to take the lulav seven days in the mikdash. So therefore, if somebody did not take the lulav for the seven days in the mikdash, so then already he been Vatel this mitzvah said. And the question is, what is the mikdash? So, some of the uh, Hanunim learn, Mikdash does not mean they bet the Betta Mikdash proper, but it means the city of Jerusalem, the Ida Atika. And that's the way Harambam learns. And therefore, it comes out, according to Harambam, uh, and some Harunim do indeed learn like this, that if we say that there's still Kiddushah to the Ida Atika, which let's say there is today, therefore today there would still be a mitzvah, the Oraita, if somebody was Eira Atika, according to Harambam. That's why many people are Mahmir. To go to Israel for Sukkot and shake the lulav in the Iratika could be fulfilling a Mitzvah de Uraita. Outside of the Iratika, then already we know it's only one day and the rest of the days are uh, Midrabanan. Not everybody agrees with that, the way of learning the Rambam, but I did see bring down uh, some of the Aharonim that actually say that it's possible to fulfill the Mitzvah of lulav for seven days. Nonetheless, this is a a positive commandment, and therefore there is no punishment if one does not fulfill it. He's just vatel and a